This is the Pharmacy Technology Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Todd Yuri. Hey, good evening. It's Todd Yuri in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the Pharmacy Technology Blogcast, Blog Talk, whatever you want to call it. Tonight we're going to explore the subject of pharmacy automation and the advantages to the independent pharmacy business owner stuff like uh, how to leverage and gain measurable uh, return on your investment from these advanced systems, marketing your new technology investments, gaining buy-in from your customers, um, and uh, everything that comes along with that uh, and the importance of, uh, of making sure that you are getting your, um, your money out of that investment. Um, you look at the history of prescription packaging, which I guess you could consider that the first, um, the first of um, the automation systems that have evolved in today. And in the 1970s, you had what was called the Cardex systems uh, for some of the closed door um, pharmacies, and um, and how uh, that developed up through the years. I mean, it was it wasn't even necessarily even considered closed door, I'm sure the community pharmacies were servicing the the, the next door um, uh, nursing home or, or someone down the road with uh, the the use of bingo cards and and how that's how that's all evolved. Um, so we we're gonna um, open up uh, the lines to um, callers that are, are are standing by and and basically get some feedback from from you guys and what's happening today and and um, and what's the latest and greatest um, recent news uh, posted by a company uh, on the West Coast, Talist, uh, released the Insight System, uh, the first uh, pharmacy automation system designed specifically for correctional facilities, enabling on-demand dispensing, um, saving the, the nursing homes time. And um, they place a freestanding uh, secure dispensing unit on site at the correctional facility for corrections and medication orders can be approved by a distant pharmacist uh, immediately dispensed at the correctional facility and this automated system um, uh, that means there's no more waiting um, for next day delivery or stat orders and it's based on actual usage requires less medication inventory on hand and facilities using that insight system also demonstrated that uh, it takes nursing staff a uh, fraction of the time previously required to dispense medications and have recently been uh, chatting on Twitter and um, through emails with uh, CEO of Talis, Carla Corkin and Jason Spears, um, who is their LTC uh, marketing director, and look forward to seeing them down at the ACP show um, in, um, in Orlando coming up this, uh, this Wednesday uh, through Friday. Um, other uh, power hitters in the industry, the Script Pro SP series, uh, Pharmacy Automation Systems, the D60 series, 
um, Parada's Minimax and RDS series, Automed, of course, the Fastpack series, uh, new players uh, kind of reinventing themselves um, uh, with some of the, the new systems that are that are coming out and um, the innovation robot uh, TX and the, uh, some of the smart cabinets. So I want to hear from you guys. Um, let's, uh, let's see if we can bring on a, um, a caller and, um, and see if we can um, hear what you guys are thinking. Um, we are on the phone with uh, someone, uh, 727-859, um, oh, and they just, uh, they just dropped off, sorry about that. Um, let's see. We are on with uh, someone at 832-865-67, uh, ending in, welcome to the show. Are you uh, are you there? Hey, Todd. Yes. This is Mike Johnston. Hey, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Mike uh, Johnston with the NPTA. Yeah. We are um, we're live talking about pharmacy automation, which definitely affects uh, the um, cohorts of of your organization, the pharmacy technicians and um, how it uh, increases the efficiency of, of people who are uh, working in the, uh, in the trenches with an independent pharmacy. Um, have you, uh, Mike, ever heard from any of your uh, pharmacy technicians in, in experiencing life in a pharmacy from um, with and without automation and, um, and what the feedback is from them? I have, uh, and I've, I've got personal experience as well. A number of my years when I was working in pharmacy as a technician was at an independent pharmacy. And uh, by and large, the, the majority of the response that we get from the technicians is, uh, the career technicians at least, is that they really embrace the technology and, and rely upon it <clears throat> and see see all the benefits that it's providing and uh, reducing the uh, time requirements and improving patient care. There's some technicians out there, though, that are uh, afraid of technology and uh, get, hear a lot of comments that they're afraid that it's going to replace their job. Uh, we try and reassure them that only going to augment their job just like technicians augment the role of the pharmacist. Hasn't that always been a, a concern when we're advancing through the years and how technology is being used in any industry, and um, uh, pharmacy is no different. Um, there's an article in Computer Talk back in October 2008, and that's exactly um, a, a position that, um, that was kind of taken by uh, several of the not only pharmacy techs but pharmacists in asking um, their employer, um, hey, you know, you're going to, put in this uh, new innovatics machine or, I'm sorry, innovative machine, the pharmacist technology, and, and they were uh, concerned about uh, maybe their, their position, and sure enough, they found out very quickly that they were needed uh, just as much as they were before. It was just, just like you said, augmenting the position and, and kind of marrying it with the technology and, um, and what that means for, uh, um, for, the, for the, the 
independent themselves, I think they can they can reach out and do more creative things and and have that uh, pharmacy tech assist in um, in customer service oriented things and, and not having to worry about doing some of the mundane tasks that's now been taken over by the by the automation. Mike, thanks so much for uh, calling in. I'm going to take our next caller and um, and see where this goes, but. Um, I really appreciate uh, meeting you up on Twitter as well and, and what you're doing for the industry through uh, supporting of, of the invaluable uh, pharmacy technician. Great. I appreciate it, Todd. Yep. Okay. I was also thinking of um, understanding how um, this uh, and any of the um, technologies could could give you some kind of uh, return on investment measurement and um, giving the independent pharmacy pharmacist who or the business owner who's um, purchasing one of these systems how do they you know how do you measure um, I'm putting a, a new system in and um, I want to know in one year um, 18 months um, two years uh, what I'm getting back and and because you know it's it's you're laying out some Laying out some dough for for these uh, for these systems and uh, a metrics that I found online that was really interesting by Pharmacy Automation Systems, uh, Mr. Mike Bailey and I have talked a couple times and they have their um, they have their uh, several of their uh, automated systems and uh, the D60 uh, series and he had a metrics that he shared it was uh, if you were filling 200 prescriptions a day. Uh, 250 prescriptions a day, 300 prescriptions a day, how the ROI uh, may be a little different uh, for that particular uh, machine and or machine. And it was two years um, for a 200 uh, prescription a day on average and 19 months for a 250 um, uh, prescriptions filled per day and 16 months for 300 per day. And um, that calculation was based on a national average hour, hourly payroll in pharmacy and um, you know, of course, payoff, uh, payroll, um, ROI can be different for th with each different location, and um, and I found that that kind of interesting. I wasn't I wasn't really even sure how that that would be uh, calculated, um, but understanding now how these systems can take you from one uh, place in your uh, growth uh, to the next, um, that is vitally important because you know you're. Filling, uh, you're a startup. Uh, you're filling 50 prescriptions a day, and two years later, now you're up to 200, 300 prescriptions, and it's time to employ a, a system like this. Now, let's talk about going beyond um, just the system itself. Um, how do you market? Um, how do you take uh, a system that you've um, that you've added into your operations and, and market the value out to the community? Um, and I had uh, heard of a, of a pharmacy right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who did just that. They um, they put in some ATM-like uh, systems that were um, uh, a Parada product, and this pharmacy um, actually um, uh, got the local um, the local paper, Pittsburgh Post Gazette, to do a story on them, and um, it was. Uh, quite interesting to uh, do it in, in that manner and reach out to the community and let them know, hey, we are a pharmacy that's uh, active in the community. We um, are employing 
uh, advanced uh, pharmacy technology, and you can walk right up to this machine as you would uh, an ATM machine and, and, and place your information in, into the system uh, through verification, through credit card or um, insurance card and, uh, and IDing, and then dispensing the packaged in a in a bag the the prescriptions that you're uh, that you're you're needing and that being in a, in a retail environment um, versus what I hear a lot about within the closed door environments and and uh, and even uh, hearing um, long-term care pharmacies going far beyond um, even uh, both of those uh, ideals and combining them and uh, having a kiosk at the uh, nursing home, for example, and uh, being able to, through a webcam um, system, being able to put in um, a camera at the nursing station, a camera at the um, uh, pharmacist station at a, at a remote location, and um, the nurse uh, comes up, uh, puts in their uh, thumbprint or um, user credentials, um, activates the system, uh, can uh, dispense depending on um, the uh, the time, the patient, uh, the particular med, the cycle, and if they had a question, uh, jump right on uh, line and and uh, bring up the um, uh, the camera and, and and actually talk face to face with a pharmacist on staff. Um, an organization that did exactly that was New Day Pharmacy, and uh, a quite an exciting. Um, a system to see in action, and they have an awesome video out online at newdayphormacy.com, uh, and it's uh, just a, another variation of, uh, of advanced pharmacy um, automation tied in with, uh, with um, technology and, and really piecing it together. And I know the work uh, that went into that and, and the time and money, and, um, you know, you can have, uh, once again, the, the best systems in the world if you don't have a, a team behind you kind of supporting you to help you. Uh, push out uh, those systems and um, communicating with your uh, customers and, and letting them know the, the value of that um, and of, of the different strategies that you're putting in place. Um, all of that has to uh, bring it full circle, uh, both from the provider side, which is the independent pharmacy, and, and or the closed-door pharmacy, specialty pharmacy, and then, of course, um, the, um, the partner, the solutions partner, the vendor that you're choosing to work with and and uh, and and helping them, helping you um, um, to provide a um, a roadmap of how you're going to roll this out in your operations without uh, disturbing, obviously your um, your busy operations as it stands, and and also what's coming um, by uh, being able to take on uh, more work uh, operations, uh, more. Uh, in your um, operations to uh, to move for, move you forward. Um, I also found um, a, um, information um, online through research and in preparing for the show tonight. The um, the the constant issues that are there: um, med availability, of course, um, uh, control um, drug accountability. How to tie all this back to your pharmacy management system and and you think you know there's always uh, neglect and abuse, and it's it's impossible to as a as as human beings to be able to take uh, take uh, um, manual ways of of keeping track of all this and how 
your um, automation system should be able to interface and tie directly into the pharmacy management system for you to keep control for exactly this and um, and what that um, the, what that means to lower liability for your organization and 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 avoid um, the disasters of what can come uh, from uh, from mistakes that that we all make because exa we're exactly that we're we're human and um, keeping account of um, anything from um, destroying of additional meds to um, to to tablets or uh, pills that have been dropped and uh, being able to document that and and if and if, if there's systems out there that can that can help pull that information back from a facility that you're um, tied in with, um, a senior uh, center, and um, and uh, and even questions, answers, and making it easier for your customers to, use, whether that be a facility or even a, um, a patient through a retail organization, to reach back to you and uh, and ask questions um, about um, about their medications and how does how does automation make that uh, any easier for you? Um, there were um, several um, evolutions of, of pharmacy automation, starting with um, many of the uh, systems that I had uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show, which um, uh, was was very manual. And then we came up through even even how counters made things um, different, and and now how it's evolving into uh, drug canister systems and. Um, of course, we mentioned drug delivery systems and um, how all of these are, are kind of bringing us to a, a new age and, and, and getting out of one operation and, and even what community pharmacy, getting out and employing specific technologies and, and building them, uh, building the right processes and putting them together, being able to get uh, a lot more throughput out of, uh, out of even a small apothecary now than, um, than, than what you could by having uh, a bunch of uh, um, people that would would have back in the day be considered a, a pharmacy tech, and now now today, and you can do a lot of that with the automation and have those techs doing a lot of follow up uh, and customer service. And what does that mean for your business? Um, automated dispensing is uh, is uh, medication uh, pass time reduced and uh, in the closed door uh, sector and in the um, uh, nursing home pharmacy sector, uh, medication accountability assurement, formulary adherence—it's—it's—it's um, uh, it's, it's kind of all part of it. But the creativity aspect, uh, with regards to using that—that that technology and um, being able to market it and being able to uh, bring your customer uh, closer to uh, what you're doing and, and even making them. Um, Knowing oh, what you're doing, even through uh, something like a um, a handout, um, um, you slip into their their package or um, an orientation. If you're doing, uh, if you have rela uh, relations with your uh, with the nursing home and um, un having them understand uh, how this is going to affect them, the patient, the nursing home, the facility whatever it may be, and how you can uh, spin that in showing much great, greater value that, that you as the independent pharmacy is now uh, providing uh, to, your, um, to your customers, whether that be uh, retail or, um, or the closed door. Um, and 
you you have to uh, do checks and balances uh, every once in a while after em employing such technology. Obviously, the first uh, month is uh, is probably um, uh, you know easy easier to study than than six months later and to really measure back um, what efficiencies have been created um, since employing the um, the Kirby Lester pill counting machine or the packaging machine or the um, a multi-dose uh, machine, or or whatever it may be, uh, you you look back six months, uh, 12 months, and see the differences in your operation, and then you make changes at that point or evolution in that point in your operation by now saying, so what's my next step? What happens next in continuing to um, improve um, the services you provide, um, the uh, geographic area that you uh, cover and or um, keeping in touch with your um, local um, Better Business Bureau or uh, the Chamber of Commerce or um, other uh, organizations that would tip you to um, maybe even national chain thinking of coming into your area if they're not there already. And how after uh, being, after experiencing success with automation, now what do you do? to stay competitive? How do you um, continue to leverage the technology? How do you go back to the vendor that provided you with the technology and, um, and, uh, and, and do exactly that and, and, and continue to evolve? Um, caller coming from 727-859 area. Um, we're going to bring them on in a second. You're, uh, you're on the air. This is Todd with the PTR podcast. Hi, Todd. This is Mike Bailey, and I don't want to take up a lot of your time. I just wanted to make myself available. We're rel relatively new to the to the market as far as automation to pharmacies. We've been doing automation for 20-plus years, but we were asked four years ago to get into this marketplace and come up with affordable automation. So I am just uh, – I'm very taken with the conversation that you've got going, and I'm really interested in in knowing where we should be going. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested in feedback. Uh, we're trying to come out with innovative things that, uh, like the, our newest D60 PCV system that fills both vials and blister cards, um, and it's you know we we try to get it very very affordable. We're down under forty thousand dollars without the med canisters at this point for that piece of automation. So um, I'm I'm curious and I'm interested and I want to know where we should be going um, to help the pharmacies in the future because that's why we got into this. So, Mike, I'm I'm. Thoroughly impressed with you uh, and your organization. I just want to let the, uh, the listeners know uh, Mike's group actually did some really uh, interesting recordings um, of of uh, some of the demonstration of the uh, of the D models, the D60 models, and you can find those out on YouTube uh, for goodness sakes. And uh, I think that was a, a great way of using uh, some of the Web.20 things that I constantly talk about. And, uh, and just uh, very quick, uh, very succinct and, and specific demonstrations of your of your um, prescription filling systems. Um, I was just mentioning you. I don't know if your ears are burning, Mike, but um, we were talking about um, pharmacy automation systems specifically and, and the ROI. Can you um, tell our listeners how you guys came up with your um, with your return on investment metrics for the the two years, 19 months, and 16 months um, metrics that you that you had uh, on uh, on your website. Well, basically, yes. Um, 
depending on the number of canisters, I mean, we did a lot of studies to find out what was the optimum number of canisters. And we chose 60, and 60 will do for an average independent pharmacy somewhere between 35 and 40 percent. So we used that figure thinking, okay, they're going to automate, get 40 percent of their automation and how many scripts per day. And I did the, you know, 50, 60, 70 and went through the whole gambit and then see what the return on investment, knowing that we just picked a number of $10 an hour for an average technician. I think it's somewhere really, national average is around 12. And we, we, we calculated that all in there to see what they were literally going to save by the number of minutes per prescription doing 40% of their, of their daily scripts, script fills with the automation. And, uh, you know, basically you roll it out that way to see what they would save. But you really don't save anything if, if uh, the, your technicians are standing around doing nothing. Um, really the savings comes in that um, if you were to happen to lose a technician and didn't have to replace the technician, you certainly wouldn't want to lay someone off because you want to move them to a different profit center. But if you... Um, we, we, we calculated in, you know, how many scripts a day would they have to increase to to have this thing completely pay for themselves. And we did the same thing with the D60, and we did cost comparisons for different price points and how long it would take to get a return on investment on a $200,000 machine or a $150,000 machine versus what we had it on the market for. And so basically we tried to factor, factor in the labor, the time savings, how much they would save in time, that would allow them to, to have the other technicians doing or to have the technician doing with the extra time that they've saved, um, be it um, additional patient safety beyond the 40% that's, that you've eliminated the potential manual dis dispensing errors. Right. So we, we try to factor in and calculate all of those things, labor, what percent of their daily prescrip prescriptions would be filled by automation. And uh, we were really surprised when we found that we could go from 60 or from 50 to 100 and not gain, you know, even 5% of the dispense, and then from 100 to 200. So we really had to narrow down to see what was, for us, what we felt like was the optimum number of uh, their top-selling, uh, top-moving drugs to automate. So I don't know if I've completely answered the question. but Oh, definitely. Um, you take that uh, pharmacy tech that you had, you know, had, made a comment that sometimes you, they end up standing around and you, you go to your pharmacy management system and you print out a list of all of your um, of your top uh, customers and or customers that you haven't seen in maybe uh, 90, 120 uh, days and you have them uh, do customer service calls and watch that in, in increase and enhance your business uh, because we all know the, the nationals aren't, uh, aren't doing um, that much active uh, personalized marketing um, that uh, that the independent uh, can, which has a lot more flexibility to do to do exactly that, and, and you know, and grow your business that way. So that's exactly where the pharmacy automation can uh, can decrease the time that the uh, tech is spending, and um, and and open up a whole new uh, avenue of uh, of business development capability. Yeah. Um. You know, we really got into this market for the independent pharmacists. We had some folks approach us, and, and um, honestly, the, the owner of our parent company uh, almost lost uh, someone very close to him through a dispensing error. When that happens, you have two choices. You either go to 2020 and just smear it all over the news, or you do something about it. And having the automation and the capabilities and the know-how, we decided we would try to make it something for the independents because really – for the average pharmacy out there, they're not doing six, eight, nine hundred, a thousand scripts a day. They're they're doing somewhere between a hundred and five hundred scripts a day. 
and we didn't see anything affordable for that. So I'm hoping that we've we've helped. And if you know, I'm, I'm very interested in feedback from you and your listeners. And and uh, we 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 actually designed this latest machine with the independents in mind, um, allowing them to fill both vials and blister cards, thinking that there's got to be a huge market to fill multi-dose, you know, like these daily pill boxes to give them the seven-day, the seven-day, 28-bubble pocket multi-dosed with all the medicines that they need for in the morning or the noon or the afternoon. So. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll definitely talk more, and, and I'll be pushing you uh, questions that, that we have coming up, and we only have about 45 seconds left. So okay, I apologize. But I, no, that's okay, and I'll be uh, reaching out and calling you later because I, I appreciate the call. Okay, Todd, thank you. Well, we are wrapping up uh, the show this evening, uh, which was focused on pharmacy automation, and I ask that you all uh, reach out to the Pharmacy Technology Resource with any questions on pharmacy automation. If I don't have the answer, I guarantee I'll find you the answer. I'm working here for the independent pharmacy, and you can call us at 866-582-8721. That's 866-582-8721. And... Um, this is Todd Urey with the Pharmacy Technology Podcast, and it was uh, it was a great show tonight. And I thank uh, thank for all thank you to all my listeners and to uh, and to Mike and Mike uh, both Mikes uh, from Pharmacy Automation uh, Company and the uh, NTPA. And um, by the way, it's uh, May fourth, and may the force be with you. It's Star Wars Day, if nobody knew that. And um, we're uh, we're planning for show three and. Uh, Hope to have you aboard. Thank you. This is the Pharmacy Technology.